Hi, Kirk Mitchie with Candor Advisors. Checking in from the road this week. We're in San Francisco right now. We were in New York last week. A lot of deal activity going on. So if you're a founder and you're thinking about selling um, now or in the future, it's a great time to prep because there's plenty of um, talented, quality advisors around to give you guidance about how to get ready. Um, one key term this week, quality of earnings. All right, so if you're a founder and you're selling your company and you've never heard um, the term quality of earnings or you've never gone through financial due diligence, um, this isn't one that's gonna warm your heart because what happens early in the process after you've signed a letter of intent and you've agreed in principle on the terms and uh, more importantly, the multiple of your adjusted EBITDA, that you're gonna sell your company to this buyer, whether they be strategic or financial for, um, setting aside structure and terms and all that other stuff, there's one key metric, adjusted EBITDA, that is critical to going through with this transaction from the buyer's perspective. So the first thing they do is what's called a quality of earnings test or report or evaluation. And if that sounds kind of judgmental, it's because it is. They're going to bring in a, an outside accounting firm in most cases, especially if it's a public company. They're going to bring in a big four firm. And they're going to evaluate your accounting. And in all likelihood, they're going to find things that you do with your accounting that are perfectly acceptable from the standpoint of tax compliance and keeping good, clean books and records, but that they take issue with where they would account for differently. And if the things they take issue with reduce your adjusted EBITDA, they may come back to you and try and reduce the purchase price. Um, this happens a lot. So if you don't have a great advisor, at least get a great mindset and prepare yourself for this because it happens a lot. And there's sort of three different ways you can react to it. The first one is to just basically say, yeah, so? We've agreed to a purchase price um, and that's what it's going to be. My plan B is to go back to running my company. So if you don't want to pay what you said you were going to pay or what the letter of intent is premised on and you're not willing to adjust, that's fine. Nice to meet you. And you move on. If on the other hand, you really want to do the deal and you think you've got a willing buyer who honestly feels bad about the fact that you know, they, they can't go back to their board of directors or them, their limited partners and say, well, we struck a deal that says that we'll buy your company at eight times, but since your EBITDA is lower, this now looks like it's 10 times and we just can't do the deal. Then there's ways to work that out through structure. Um, we're not big fans of earnouts, but maybe there's a way um, to get paid for you know, the future earnings or the earnings that are generated right now, if they come out to what you think they're going to turn into over the course of the next year. Maybe there's a way to fix the or the quality of earnings shortfall um, with structure. So if you've got a willing buyer and you're a willing sale seller and you want to get to the finish line, that could be a way to fix it. The last thing then is to um, come back with your own accounting data and whether they're coming in with a big four firm or a big regional accounting firm, a local firm or their own due diligence resources, you do your own sell side quality of earnings. Might seem like a waste of money and maybe even time and resources, but do your own sell side quality of earnings and push back 
on um, their adjustments, push back on their um, assessment of your quality of earnings. Um, so that you're essentially saying a different version of number one. You're not saying, yeah, so you're saying we disagree. And if you can prevail in that conversation and hold EBITDA where it is, purchase price doesn't get adjusted. The reason that we're bringing this up is that it comes up a lot and it comes up early in due diligence. Financial due diligence usually leads due diligence before it gets into operational or legal due diligence. It's usually this quality of earnings. And so um, before you head too far down the path, get yourself ready for this. If we can help with this, um, if nothing else, just to give guidance or for you to look at some of our instructional videos, take a look at candor-advisors.com. We'll get you to the right resource. Maybe we can help you ourselves. Um, but either way, prepare yourself for this and have a great week.